thank you so much for joining me, um, everyone. I'm not going to say everyone's names because it take too long. But these beautiful women here, um, I do get some inboxes about what I have been doing in the program I've been involved in. And these gorgeous women have been walking beside me for about 15 months um, on their own evolved journeys. Um, it has been such a joy and such an honor to be able to learn with you guys. I never know how to explain you because I'm like, they're like my sisters that know everything about me, but, you know, we see each other once a quarter, <laughs> uh, which it's such a gift when we do get together. But um, this particular episode, I thought we could focus on rock bottoms and I think that it sounds really dramatic but a lot of us in our lives are going to hit a rock bottom or a a low point in our life that we don't know how to come out of and I think that the more people that talk about that and say I got to a point where something had to change for me to be able to go on um, I think it's really important and we are coming into the silly season when all of these triggers and uh, all these beautiful family members that trigger us come into our attraction, the law of attraction. So I'm really wanting to jump in and start there. I thought tonight, because we're four chatty Cathy's, I could just start with four questions. Um, so my first question for you guys is, what was your own experience of rock bottom? And Christy, you are my top left, so I'm hoping you will start. <laughs> okay. Um I think, yeah, my version of rock bottom, I don't know if I'd call it that now, but I think the point where I felt least like myself in my life was after having my second child, my daughter, Ellie, and got hit with, I guess, if you wanted to label it, postnatal depression and was going through times of crying every day and not understanding why I was so reactive to my then two-year-old um, and feeling like I had no support in that time too because I was just completely unable to verbalise what it was that I needed in that moment. Um, and I guess, you know, as you know, your life changes, actually, as all girls know, how much, you know, even going from one to two how much your life changes in time um, and I just was completely unprepared for I guess the extra support that I would need and um, I've never been great at asking for the support so yeah, struggled with thinking and trying that I had to do it all by myself so it was probably when I felt yeah definitely the lowest point of my life. Mm. I think motherhood brings up the biggest for us like the most stuff because it's such a triggering thing to become a mother and finally be faced with parenthood and having to look after someone other than yourself it's a it's a massive thing Vanessa what was your experience of I'm just gonna say rock bottom because that's what it feels like at the time even when you come out of it and you're like oh look I see it had to happen but yeah what was your experience yeah and I guess from talking with parenting for me is I think lots of thoughts that like I, I guess I hated being a parent at times um like feeling really trapped um trapped in my own thoughts which then always brought me down during the day um you know pressure on myself to this perfect parent or to be in 
playing when I really hate it. Um, you know, I guess putting yourself down because sometimes I would prefer to work than be at home. Um, and then, yeah, I think for me, then I would like use alcohol a lot to escape what felt like a really suffocating environment sometime for me at home because mm -hmm. it was just where my children and home is my biggest triggers. Like every day that's probably the hardest part is that all the stuff that comes up here mm. is where I have to actually really like stop, think before I act. And um, so I think for me, yeah, it was just being in that really low place that I was, wasn't enjoying being around here um, but definitely it's yeah it's changed so much and it's so like I do still see parents now with their little kids and I was saying actually to someone in a morning tea on Tuesday and I was it's funny this has come up now I was just saying um yeah having kids like that's the hardest time of your life and then one of them's like oh no I don't agree with that no definitely not and I was just like in that moment a bit like oh of course, like how embarrassing that you think it was so hard and no one did. But and then I thought afterwards, well, no, it was hard. Like I did generally feel like it was really hard in those in those moments and so much fear and anxiety and wanting to be the best. So, yeah, I think that for me was like a bit of my, yeah, rock bottom. Mm. And it's interesting, so like we obviously have learned a lot about facades and that image and masks that people put on. You never know who's sitting around the table going this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do and you know when we speak up and own our truth which is motherhood is fucking hard um you never know who else is sitting there going oh my god I'm not the only one thank god which I think is really yeah. powerful Jamie my love hello um rock bottom for me after my first kid I would say I had so much judgment on myself I was like, yeah, no, I'm a failure. I'm not a good mom. I'm too young because I was 21. Um, I'm not doing this right. I couldn't breastfeed. So I just had so much judgment on myself. And now just like, actually, you've made me reflect. It's just like, it was me. I done it all to myself. You know, I wasn't sitting at home all day doing what the terrorist typical, like what we were told we had to do growing up. Um. But just I had so much judgment on myself. I was quite blue. I would use wine as a friend. <laughs> um, would not ask for help. Like asking for help was the wrong thing to do. You just had to do it all alone. Okay. Um, and I just, I remember just right now thinking, like I think I was probably numb for a good nine months after giving birth to my first child. I was okay. just like, yeah. And because I did have an infection also after um, him when he was born, and I went to the doctors and they were like, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. I had to go to three or four different doctors to find out that this wasn't made up in my head. It actually was something wrong. Um, and it just made me think like I was the bad person. It was all my fault. You know, I didn't know. And why am I questioning the doctors? You know, just give away my power to everybody. Mm. Yeah. And I think after you've been in such a vulnerable position, especially giving birth, um, yeah, it's like that vulnerability hangover. You're like you lost your power a little bit. You feel like you put yourself out there. Like, yeah, I resonate with that. Um, I think for me, for myself, I haven't really shared it on my own sort of channels, but um, my rock bottom was after I had my son Flynn. Um, you girls all know a lot about that. 
but I uh, I was diagnosed with OCD, um, postnatal OCD, and was sort of told that that was it. This was my life. And I suddenly hit a fork in the road where I was like, I can't live like this. This is not a life that I want to live. Um, and I had to start taking some pretty radical action, which leads me to question number two. Where did you start to find a new sense of self? So what was like the first thing you did when you realized that there was something off or that you didn't want to keep going like this? Christy? Oh, good question. (laughs) I think for me, not as you guys know, not being the crier that, well, I'm starting to be. Um, I was crying every day and I was like, okay, well, this is not normal for me what's something that I can do to you know see what's going on and take the next step to make me start feeling like myself again um so for me it was going to the doctors and ended up getting a referral for a psychologist um which for me wasn't something that I hugely aligned with um but I think what it ended up being was just finding things that I used to do in my everyday life again that I had completely, you know, given way to after having gloves. Um, so, yeah, just finding time and I think relying on my husband and people to take the kids and not have to feel like I had to bring them around everywhere with me. It was okay to have an hour to myself to pop to the gym or go get my nails done or you know do something for me again that I was used to doing and that I love doing for myself um and I found by doing those things that's when I slowly started to feel better within myself again Hmm. yeah it's it's a slow shift I think back to where well back to or past where you used to be because I think we've all hit where we used to be and then just kept going like it's it's been a full involvement Ness what about you where did you start when you decided to make those changes I think for me I had also gone to psychologists um I'd been on some like depression and anxiety medication which you know really did help in the first instance but I guess for me, like my behaviors weren't changing and my thoughts were still there. Um, so I think like, I guess really just doing this work, to be honest, like the last 15 months for me, I can, you know, and I was just reflecting even with my own sister-in-law because she's got a new, new baby and just like, you sort of, I guess, mourn that period back what, what, like how you were. And I resonate with what you said, Jamie, about just how hard you were on yourself. Like, just you know you sort of think oh I wish I knew what I knew now and I wish I was kinder to myself but I think yeah really doing this work feeling supported by other women who are honest about it being hard and saying that and I think yeah like even the retreats that we go to it's like the first time I've ever you know you go away without your children and your husband and it's something that's acceptable and okay which has been huge like if without doing this I would never have done that so slowly I'm feeling like yeah it's okay to be me as a person now like Mm. and just learning and I think then being softer on myself with those earlier times with the kids to being like well I know I was doing this because of this 
Um, so I think, yeah, it's a bit of a twofold thing, but yeah, definitely connecting with this group has definitely been very powerful for me. Yeah. And you don't, you don't have to do by the books. Like I think all of us here have probably tried like mainstream, Mm. we'll go to a doctor, we'll see a psychologist, we'll figure it out that way. Um, I think it's finding what works for you, which I I love that you shared as well about medication initially helping, because I think for a lot of people, it does help. It's not, you know, all bad and I think it can save lives. So I think that's beautiful that you shared that. Thank you. Jamie, my darling, where did you start? Man, you girls. Um, I was really stubborn, believe it or believe it not. Um, and I did not reach out for help, but I got to a point where I was just like, am I allowed to say the F word? Yeah. That works. There has to be more to life. <laughs> like you know, I just but I did like I was numb to everything and just listening to you two talk girls it's just like I was numb to the weather I was numb to if I cut myself burnt myself I was numb to feeling everything like and I let that drag out for so long mm-hmm. and then it just got to point I was like I did I had one or two thoughts thinking why am I even here like what is my purpose why am I on this earth should I even be here you know and then it's just like fuck I need help what's going on and then yeah lots happened I moved country and I don't think I've ever been as I haven't been at as peace as what I am now with my whole life Mm -hmm. if that makes sense because growing up was a bit tough at times but I haven't been at peace until now so it was the first sort of thing that you did start out with Laura and this program yeah my son's 14 now you know what I mean like I've waited really that long Mm. to actually look after myself and actually come to the conclusions that I was in the baby blues Mm. you know I just thought there was something wrong with me Mm. (laughs) I was broken you Mm. know yeah that numb feeling though is I think um it's quite sneaky because it's there every day and if it's there every day then it's just a normal part of your day like it's day night the whole time yeah absolutely and it's not until you start laughing again or crying again or getting angry that you're like oh this is uncomfortable because you're so used to being numb right yeah um I think for me my uh where I started was GP clinic and she did the um, Edinburgh depression scale. And she was like, yes, you identify as anxious. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're fucking telling me. I haven't slept in three weeks. Um, and she's like, you know, here's the referral. And we just think about medication. And then uh, started seeing a psychologist. And my psychologist, thankfully at the time, said to me, she's like, you are going to get through this. And I don't believe, you know, that you need to see that GP for medication at this point. Um, and I kept going to the psychologist for about eight months and I just didn't, I wasn't, I was functioning, but I was numb, numb to everything, numb to my kids, not enjoying life. Um, and yeah, I sat in that for almost two years and then I started this work and I think that the missing piece was probably a bit of mind, body and soul stuff. Like I don't think you can just purely focus on the mind and get results. I think it's got to be a package deal, which I'm so glad that I found with you guys because it's been a fucking ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Looking back now, what habits stand out to you that you now recognize as negative or self-limiting? Christy? Well, something that I probably still um, catch myself doing, but distraction would be my biggest thing. And as much as so many of those habits that I used to do have dropped off, um, you know, we're always finding new ways to keep evolving in those areas that we wish to so I used to find just like sitting and scrolling like online shopping constantly um distraction with food always like there wouldn't be a night where I wouldn't be reaching for the chocolate out of the chocolate drawer um you know those sorts of things were part of my everyday life that I would have thought there was nothing wrong with until you start diving a little deeper and going okay why am I doing those things or what am I distracting from in my life um but yeah distraction 100% is yeah something I still battle with but a lot of those things have naturally fallen away during during the work that we've been doing Hmm. massive massive stuff mess what's the question again (laughs) uh (laughs) it's all right looking back now what habits stand out to you that you now recognize as negative or self-limiting yeah, for me, it's like that projection of perfection um, and that like my children were like, what's they called? Like that mirror image of you. So it's like you had to have everything perfect or if they had a tantrum, like I'd get so embarrassed or angry at my children um, or just trying to perfect their lives. So even, you know, with Stella starting school, that's actually, I think, why when I went to the psychologist in the first place, because I enrolled her at six schools, I'd gone freaking crazy, like trying to perfect this perfect school experience <laughs> when she hadn't even started school and worrying about what school, where and who. And like, I just went literally mental, um, trying to like, yeah, I think perfect every step when... I think for me, yeah, I guess it's the control part because I feel safe with control. And so I think the biggest thing is with kids is you realise you can't have control in everything and feeling okay with that because they're their own person in a way um, and you feeling comfortable with that. So that's something I definitely have learnt is to let them be their own person now and step back and just feel that. Imagine 20 years' time, Ness, like what that's going to look like for them. Like, And that's that is even if you can't start for yourself you know start for your kids because it's a great place to start if you feel that you could be a better mother or you feel that you might need to work on something I think even having the humility to do that for them is just one step in the right direction but yes thank you Jamie my darling Hmm, self-sabotage everything like people be like oh my god he's so cute he's what what he doing blah 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 I'm like oh but this but that but oh I didn't do this oh but I got it at this shop and not that shop and just fully like everything was negative you know I'm just like I never done a good enough job but now I catch myself and learning when people give me confidence and say thank you yeah that's good isn't it (laughs) but that took a lot of work as you know like even sometimes it makes me still feel very very uncomfortable but slowly getting there and teaching the kids because they would have seen me going no oh you know I could have got it here I could have done it there and like they say even my son now he says to me like 
oh mom you didn't knock it back Ooh, like you know so and they are little sponges hey like they totally see what you're doing and I think especially like um you know Ness you have a girl I have a girl um Christy you have a girl as well they're learning how to be little girls from us you know there's so Mm. much merit in teaching them how to look after themselves and it's okay for mums to go away on a quarterly retreat like all that stuff like that's really healthy actually to get the fuck out of the house (laughs) um I guess my own habits were I think when I was single definitely with men that was the biggest thing I had such a toxic relationship with men um and then when I got married I got married very very young um and I started to use Ben like in in terms of trying to get things out of him. It was very manipulative in our relationships. I'd storm out during argument, um, use the kids. Like when we would argue, I'd put Ruby in the car and like go for a drive, like, haha, I'm leaving you. Um, which when you're with a man that doesn't have an abandonment wound, it does nothing. <laughs> They're just like, oh, you went for a drive to cool off. That's great. <laughs> um, so just... I guess looking at those sorts of habits um, as well as I guess the same as what you guys were saying about just regulation with your kids because when they're losing their shit, I'd be like, what is this? I I'd never acted like this. This is ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, those are, my, those are my dirty little secrets that no one knew about that I was doing behind closed doors. <laughs> um, one piece of advice for someone in their rock bottom right now. Christy oh reach for the support that feels right for you um I think that you know if it's a psychologist that feels right for you go down that path if it's somebody more down the holistic field do your research and find people that align with you that way I don't think it has to be that like one size fits all I feel like all I knew at that time was I wasn't feeling right I must go to a doctor and then you see a psychologist, right? Like not realizing that there were so many different avenues out there. Um, so yeah, I guess if something doesn't feel right to just keep looking and seeing what kind of avenue feels right and best for you, because there definitely will be something out there. There's people that can absolutely help you move on from that. Um, and yeah, and trust your gut if something doesn't feel right. Mm massive trust that inner voice because it's taken a while to trust it but she's smart she's clever like she knows what's going on um Ness what about you one piece of advice probably yeah the same thing um I feel like this holistic space is not new new but it didn't even cross my mind to be honest like a few years ago didn't even think about didn't even come into my sphere um, so I guess for me, like, obviously I am an advocate for medication because I had tried, like I was eating well, I was exercising, I was doing, you know, what I thought. And for me, you know, the moods just weren't moving. So I do always advocate, I think for people, you know, for that first step, if it feels really dark to get there and then you can add your other parts after, but just trying to like streamline little things. Like I even remember, when I had Archie, I would still send Stella to daycare. And I remember some people being like, oh, well, aren't you at home? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't freaking want the two kids at home. Like, <laughs> she's still going to go so I can sleep. Or, 
you know, do things that's like right for you um, just to get you through the day sometimes or mm. order your groceries online or whatever it is to, um, I think sometimes, well, for my brain particularly, it was just ha- knowing where those breaks or something easier was coming in the midst of it was helpful. Yeah, great. Yeah, so important, hey, like those little things in the day that at, when you are really struggling can be a lifesaver, literally. Yeah. yeah. Jamie, one piece of advice? Well, I came through, and I don't know if I'm dancing around, is, is this, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. Take the blinkers off, you know, look around you. Um, And it's just to reach out, you know, it doesn't matter if it's to a mom, dad, brother, sister, teacher, friend not a friend ring lifeline whatever it's just like you're not alone we're not here on this planet to be alone Mm. yeah that's so true and when you're in it you feel like the only person that's going through it like Mm. I remember sitting around like family tables and stuff and being like I am the only person here that feels like shit which is just (laughs) it's not true not that you wish it on them but you sit there and you're like I'm a psycho like it's yeah it's really tough to think that you're on it in it on your own and I guess my little snippet of advice would be not to give up like no matter how dark no matter how shit no matter how far you think that you've gone down that hole there is always like always a way out always you can't fuck up your life that bad that you need to you know pull the exit shoot because it's just not worth it so please stay Yes, I really appreciate you guys joining me. This is just a little chat because I think women especially need to have a lot of connection. Like men need it, but I think we need to bounce ideas off each other. And I think just having the diversity of four different people, we're all mums. Yes, we have that in common, but we've got very different stories. And I think it's been really beautiful to unpack this with you. And I'm sure we're going to be talking over Christmas because we're still working on our shit and still being triggered and you know I'm gonna have a baby Christy's gonna have a baby it's gonna be a big Christmas this year but I really thank you girls so much for jumping on I love you guys so much um yeah I really appreciate it thank you for having us thank you